When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and on this podcast, we prune away all the stuff standing between you and the woman God is calling you to be. So today is the third podcast episode in this little series of do you have a clutter problem or do you have a routines problem? Then last week, we talked about what to do if you have a clutter problem, and today we are talking about what to do when you have a problem with routines. And... Drum roll, please. Today is the day you get to go buy the bins, the baskets, and the label maker. I know. This is where everyone thinks they should begin, but this is actually your final step. So what I want you to do at this point is you've decluttered all your things. Everything that you are going to keep is in the room or the shelf or the drawer where it is going to live. And now you are free to go and organize that stuff. And you can put it in bins, you can put it in baskets, you can label the things, and you're just going to start keeping your stuff tidy because now it's not clutter. It's the stuff that you're actually using all the time. It's in constant rotation in your house. Maybe you keep it for a little bit longer term storage or or you don't use it every single day, but it's still all stuff that you are definitely keeping in your house. So here we are. Now, you might have a whole house to still do, and maybe you're just listening to this episode and you think to yourself, okay, I've got my kitchen organized. Or if we go back to last week's example, you've got your guest room organized. So everything that's going to stay in your guest room is there. You've got the sheets, the towels, the pillowcases, the bedding, the comforter, all the things that belong in that room. Maybe you've got some extra uh, shampoos and conditioners and soaps and little special things that make it a welcoming place for a guest to be. Okay, so now you're going to organize. And then what are you going to do to maintain? So we are going to talk today more about the routine of just maintaining your tidy and organized house. (sighs) This is my favorite part. And it's also the part that, as a mother, could possibly make you want to pull your hair out. Because believe me when I say, we have kids, and myself too. Because I gave my own example of me putting away the camping stuff a few weeks ago. But we definitely have kids that have a very hard time sticking with the routines. And it is the cause for a lot of screaming and a lot of fights in our house because I could just bang my head against the wall. Because I'm like, this is what I've been teaching you guys since you were pretty much fresh out of the womb. And just the other week, 
I had a just a really bad day where no one was listening. I just felt unappreciated. And I said to my husband, I just need an hour to just go and be by myself. And so I went to the dollar store and I bought four cardboard sheets, you know, the poster boards in different colors. They are ugly as all get out, but just in my state of exasperation and just feeling defeated as a mom, I rewrote out all of the expectations. So I have one poster board for morning routine, one for after school routine, one for evening routine, and then I have a poster board of crimes and punishments. So what what are the consequences for whatever crime you have committed against the family? Because I just felt like we kind of needed a regrouping and a clean slate of, okay, I think we've gotten a little too loosey-goosey with the television and the technology, and it's time to kind of rein everybody back in. So that's where we are, and it's tough because it has to be enforced, but I will tell you, it does get better, and people do start respecting you again when they see that you are sticking to the rules. And this is the same for every area of your house. You are going to feel like sticking to the routines is a bit of a drag, but once you start doing it, you're going to respect yourself so much more because you're going to start seeing the fruits of your labor. Your house is going to run smoothly. You, I, I promise you, it will get easier and you are going to save time and you are especially going to save money. How can you save money? Because you are going to know exactly where things belong. And if you even think that you might need to purchase it, you're going to go to that place in your home. You're going to check it out. If there's none there, then you know to put it on your list. So many times I go to people's homes and they have just hilarious numbers of the same item because they couldn't remember where they put it. They couldn't remember if they owned it and they just kept buying more of it. It could be something as simple as saran wrap or, or the aluminum foil, or it could be things way bigger, you know, like a dehumidifier or an Alexis, you know, like just bigger ticket things that people are like, I don't remember where I put it, or I thought about it, or I can't find it, and we needed it, and I didn't have time to look for it, so I went out and purchased it again. So that's what I like to avoid, And I want to just teach you a little bit today about how you can implement the routines so that your nice, tidy home stays that way. Because when you get it all organized and you've put all the labels on it, you're going to be excited and it's going to naturally just kind of stay that way for a little bit because you're going to be excited. But eventually, like a new car or something, the thrill and the novelty will wear off. And now you've got to just maintain Um, So you can buy, you know, this what cracks me up about those shows you see on TV where they come in and they do all the beautiful organizing, but until you implement the routine, that stuff doesn't matter. So you can make it as pretty as you want to make it, but you've still got to teach your kids to put their stuff away. You've still got to teach yourself to put the stuff away. And that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks so that you too will know what to expect. Just like when Jesus went to the synagogue, it was his custom. He did this on a routine basis, okay? So you could almost say that Jesus tied reading, because it said he stood up to read. Um, He tied that with the actual art of going to the synagogue. So he went to the synagogue, as was his custom, and he stood up to read. So the two were almost linked together. And that is one of the things I want to teach you to do today. 
is to try to link your tasks to something else that's already happening. So for instance, for our house personally, it is trash night tonight, actually. I am sitting in the parking lot right now recording this at my daughter's lacrosse practice, but when we go home tonight, it's a new month, which means that everyone's getting new chores. We we rotate chores, so it's like trash, clean the bathroom, vacuum the stairs, and tidy up the basement. Those are like our four jobs that the kids cycle through, um, and they keep that job for the month. So tonight is trash night. So it's really not fair because the person that has trash night always has to do their job, no matter what, because it's not just trash night, it's recycle night, and we only get one per week, and we have a ton of recycling. So the poor person that has trash has got to do it. I am I am all over that. I am enforcing it. I am encouraging. I'm doing all the things because that person knows this is our one chance this week to do it. And we've gotten a little lax with other kids that say, well, I know it's chore night, but I have a lot of homework, so I don't have time to clean the bathroom. Or I'm really tired from such and such, and I don't have time to tidy up the basement. And I hear all the excuses. This is part of why I had to go back to the basics and put up the routines. And I already started telling people today when they got home from school, hey, it's trash night. Hey, it's chore night. We call it chore night. I'm like, so make sure that your homework is done. I don't want to hear at 7 o'clock at night when we do chores that you you have homework all of a sudden. So I have to kind of let them know that this is coming, okay? So we're going to tie the other chores that don't necessarily have to be done tonight with the one that has to be done. So it's trash night. Therefore, it is chore night for all the kids, I am trying to get better about watering my plants. And I thought, how can I make this a routine? And it had been a little bit of a routine because I was watering my plants while I talked to my friends on the phone. Um, And I still do that as needed, but I think I'm going to try to get a little bit better and do that tonight as well. So I know when the kids are doing chores, I'm running around and I'm watering the plants. Okay, so that's one thing. Tie it with something that you're already doing. Now, let's say you need accountability. All right. So I was just talking to someone the other day and we she was working on kind of implementing the routine of organizing and decluttering on a regular basis. And I said, well, it sounds like you kind of need the accountability. So she agreed. And I said, "Okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to set up a green drop pickup which I think is nationwide if you're in the United States, but it's a charity where they come and they will pick up your donations off of your front porch or from your driveway. You just have to schedule it online and you can set up a recurring pickup. You can do this with other charities as well. This is a great thing to do if you want to get into the routine of decluttering and getting the stuff out of your house because you know on, let's say, Tuesday morning, they are coming for a pickup. So you better have stuff in the driveway. And therefore, it's kind of your accountability. So it's a lot like on the Saturday morning five-minute declutter with me episodes where I say like we're going to offer up our intention, we are going to tie it with something that we enjoy, and then we're going to reward ourselves. That's another way to keep your routines kind of on steady repeat, okay? So whatever you struggle with, let's say it's the habit of or the routine of folding laundry and putting it away. So a lot of times in our house, if laundry gets folded and it gets put back in the laundry basket, that is where it goes to die. 
because inevitably what will happen is the basket will just sit up in the hallway upstairs and people will start digging. So what had been nice and orderly piles of people's clothing, now within the first five minutes of people digging through, things are falling over, they're not sure anymore, I'm not even sure whose skirt is this, whose uniform is this, without totally undoing it and looking at the size again. So then I get really annoyed because it's like, that was a total waste, folding that laundry. So instead, what I do is I fold the laundry, which I don't mind doing. I actually kind of like folding laundry. Um, And then I will just set out the piles for people's stuff. So, you know, the littlest one, her pile is on the left and right up the line to my husband. And then I put mine away right away. But I'll say to the kids when they come home from school, we have snack and I'll say, go grab your pile of clean clothing and put it away. And it's a lot easier for the kids to clearly see what is their stuff and to put it away. So I kind of tie that in with like after school activities. And if I'm going to do it by myself, I will usually put on a YouTube video or something so that as I'm folding, I'm enjoying something else that I like. So this is what I'm always trying to tell you on Saturday mornings. Tie it with something enjoyable. Light that candle. Put on a good Audible book. Do something that's going to incentivize yourself to actually get the thing done and then treat yourself to a reward. So as I'm folding laundry, I'm watching a YouTube video. When I'm done folding laundry and I put it all away, um, especially just my stuff or my husband's stuff, then maybe I treat myself to something. Maybe I sit down and have a cup of tea. Maybe I read a good book, but I've gotten the routine completely finished. Okay. So the laundry is completely away. That is done. Um, You can also keep up with your home, especially if you've got little ones at home and no one in school, or maybe you've got a mix of kids at school and kids at home. But when I, and I'm trying to remember if you said, if you recall the other week, I said I had a really sweet young mommy reach out to me. And so I'm trying harder to remember that there's young mommies listening. So I want to try to get some tips and tricks in for you guys as well. So when you have little ones at home and there's still nap time and there's designated meal times and things like that, my biggest tip and trick is to think like a teacher, maybe even specifically like a preschool teacher. So one, a preschool teacher might have 24 kids, but guess what? She does not have 24 of the same toy. So that's one trick is you don't need a ton of stuff. Kids learn to share. You can have one kitchen, one dolly, one Barbie or two Barbies. You don't need one for every single kid. And a preschool teacher will have designated times where she tidies up. And if she's not doing it, she's teaching the kids how to do this. This is usually the first week or two of the school year, the preschool teacher or an older elementary aged, you know, teacher that's teaching older kids, they usually spend the first week or two of school really honing in on the rules of the classroom and the routines of the classroom. And that's exactly what you should be doing as a, as a mom home with little kids. Teach your kids every single day. I know I, my baby is seven and my oldest is 17 and we still have to go over the routines and the expectations. It doesn't really ever end. You just need to keep reminding them and making it a habit, a lot like when you teach them to brush their teeth. But these are life skills that your kids need to learn. So think like a preschool teacher. Before you have snack or lunch or nap time, you tidy up. So you let the kids know, hey, it's tidy up time. 
And a preschool teacher at our school, she always had the tidy up song, you know, like clean up, clean up everybody everywhere. You know that song, right? So she would tie something fun with it so that the kids knew it was time to clean up. And then lastly, they would move into snack time. And that's the reward, okay? So just if you can keep that in mind, your home will always stay tidy and your day will be very predictable. And the kids actually thrive on routine. So if you've got little ones at home, it is essential that you get them on a routine. And it makes your day very predictable as well. And it causes a lot less stress when you have a routine and you know pretty much like the kids are going to eat at this time, they're going to sleep from this time to this time, and you can plan your day a little bit better. I think the most nerve-wracking part of parenting is when you don't know what's going on and you're like just hanging in there, you know, trying to figure out who's this new baby and to get them on a routine. But once it's kind of on a routine, I think it makes life a lot more predictable and a lot more enjoyable even with your kids because you know, hey, I just got to hang in there for 20 more minutes and then it's lunchtime and then another 20 minutes and it's nap time and then I've got two hours, you know. So routines are really, really good for your sanity, for your home, for the level of noise in your home and really for your wallet too because you're going to be noticing every day what your toys are like. And when you're cleaning up toys every single day, you're less tempted to bring more in because you think, oh gosh, like we're kind of at a level right now where the kids can tidy up and it gets done in a reasonable amount of time. And if you start bringing in more, then it's going to take you longer to clean up. And a lot of times that might mean a little more yelling, a little more nagging for mom if there's more stuff to clean up. Okay. So Um, The other thing you can do, so let's say if you have the routine of cleaning your home and you're not great about cleaning your home, I know I will build up in my head the task of cleaning a bathroom like the best of them. I will just in my head make it out to be this huge momentous task when really it's a 15 minute job. So again, you can go back to your tricks of set your intention, pair it with something you enjoy, and set your reward. But sometimes even that doesn't work. So then what I like to do and what I like to encourage all of you to do is get your budget in order so you can hire help. There is no shame in asking for help, even if you are a full-time stay-at-home mom. I felt guilty for years thinking I shouldn't be asking for help or hiring help. I should be able to do this. Well, guess what? You can't do it all, and you shouldn't be expected to do it all. So instead of trying to kill yourself with cleaning routines and stuff, see if you can't figure in the budget how to hire a cleaning person. And I have a lady that comes, and she'll bring two other people, and they are just whipping through the house, and she doesn't do everything. So my routine is I will clean the other areas of the home while she's there. So she's kind of my accountability buddy, even though she doesn't know it. Um, but I think I'm getting to a busier season in my life. And I actually just talked to my husband about having this lady clean even more rooms in my house because it's just getting to be a lot. And, um, my business is growing and my kids are getting busier and my husband's getting busier. And so it's in the budget. Why not? Okay. So don't feel guilty about asking for help, trading help with other moms or hiring help for yourself. And that could be the routine is, Your person comes every other Monday and you tidy up 
before she gets there, okay? That's the wonderful thing about having not a lot of clutter is that everyone always says, well, I have to clean for the cleaning lady. Well, it really should just take you a few minutes to tidy up before they get there um, if your house is to this point that we're talking about now where you've decluttered, you've organized it, and now you're just implementing, implementing the routines to keep it nice and tidy. All right, let me just quickly run through my notes. Um, I think that is it. Oh, some of my mantras for kind of forcing myself to get things done and putting things back where they actually belong. Um, I'll say to myself, don't put it down, put it away. If you've heard me before on the podcast, my number one rule for keeping a tidy home or my trick for keeping a tidy home is the one touch rule, which is try not to touch things more than once. You know, if you if you wash a dish and you dry it, put it away. Don't put it down on the in the dish rack. Put it away right away. If you're folding laundry, fold the laundry, put it away right away. I, you know, I have caveats because my kids put away their own laundry, but me, I take mine straight away and I I um I don't even fold a lot of the things. I just take it and I hang it right up in my closet. Um and my last tip or trick that I mantra that I kind of repeat to myself is take the 30 seconds to put it where it really belongs. And if you just keep repeating this, your house is always going to stay tidy. You'll have those routines and healthy habits. Um, you can stack your habits, like I said, with trash night and then you add on chore night. You can try to trick yourself into making it fun by enjoying something like a good book on the Audible or podcast or cranking up the music and then you reward yourself. Or you can, you know, grab a friend. If cleaning is your issue or doing things like that, why don't you help a friend and the kids play? And you, I had my best friend from college. Her mom did this for years. There was a group of ladies and every Saturday morning they would go to each other's homes and they would clean each other's houses. And it was just a fun way for them to all be friends and hang out together. And you can do this too. If you've got little kids, like let them play at somebody's house while you clean and get stuff done. And then you move on to the next house. Or maybe you do it one Monday at one person's house, the next Monday at somebody else's and you rotate, whatever. Be creative, get your routines in order, and you will make your days so much more predictable, so much more enjoyable. And you're going to have a lot more time to just sit and do whatever God is calling you to do. Have a great day, ladies. I will see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Take care. Hello, ladies. Let me ask you a question. When your doorbell rings, what's your first thought? Is it, oh, let's see who it is, and you swing the door open, ready to greet the person on the other side with a big smile and a hello, come on in? Or is it more like, oh gosh, everybody be quiet. Let's turn off the lights. Let's not open the door and let's just pretend that we're not home and hopefully they'll just go away. If this is the area of your home that you're struggling with, then have I got a treat for you. Join me on Sunday, May 14th from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where I'll be hosting what I'm calling the Visitation Declutter Retreat. It's a two-hour virtual retreat where we dive deep into the image in the Bible of the visitation when our Blessed Mother goes to visit Elizabeth and stays with her for three months to help her as she gets ready for the birth of John the Baptist. And then we are going to move into 
actually decluttering the area of your home that would greet a guest when you open the front door. So grab your donation bag, sign up in the link in the show notes. It's going to be $40, two hours. Join me for prayer, fellowship, community, and the tools to not just declutter this area of your home, but you'll be able to take those same tools to declutter the rest of your home. Hope to see you there. Take care. 